well, we're back here on another episode of March Madness Review, guys. There's, we are booked. Jackson Share Sports Radio is booked throughout the week. There's going to be interviews in and out uh, all over the NBA free agent, when it comes to NBA free agents and when it comes to players that played in college basketball this season and in March Madness. So there's going to be a lot of interviews coming up, uh, and people that didn't make March Madness will also be on the show. Going to be very interesting, and hope you guys enjoyed this series. Lots of episodes coming your way. Just know that. All right, so we'll start it off with a just review of who I think upsets were. I personally think the people that really surpri- surprised uh, and made it to the Sweet 16, because this is be re- being recorded on the 24th Wednesday, 24th of March. Um, so the people that really surprised me uh, in terms of skill, I would say is definitely Oregon State. I mean, they definitely have proven that they're dominant, that they can really move the ball, and that they have a chance to be an Elite Eight team. Um, and then you've got Oral Roberts definitely has proven that, you know, with the leading scorer in the entire country, averaging 24 and a half points a game, he's proven that he is clutch and elite and can really shoot the ball and they can move the ball around. Uh, and the last one in the games that are going to be playing on uh, first set of games of the Sweet 16, I'd say that Syracuse is really, really surprising because, uh, you know, Beheim is really, really just putting an emphasis on the defense. And just giving it to Buddy, making sure that Buddy can shoot the ball, go inside, drive in, um, and make sure that, you know, hopefully he can get a bucket. Also, breaking news, Trey Mann, sophomore at the University of Florida, declares for the NBA draft, guys. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe that. That's going to be crazy. Uh, We'll reflect on that in a couple minutes. Um, and then we'll go with some front runners in the first set of games. I'd say Loyola Chicago because uh, notice how I didn't put them in the skills section. I think they're really they're really good. They're talented, but I think they're just different in March Madness when uh, Sister Jean is in there. You know, the Cinderella team, and they've got her alive still. God bless her. Uh, God bless her soul. And it's really really interesting to see just how much it takes to beat a team like Illinois in terms of Loyola Chicago and how much skill it takes to beat Georgia Tech and how much skill it takes to beat Illinois and how they could possibly go to the Elite Eight and then potentially advance to the Final Four. Guys, I can't believe that. That's going to be insane if they win this game against Oregon State, although Oregon State is going to be really, really hot. Um, and we'll see what happens there. Moving on to Baylor and Nova. Guys, Baylor is is legit. They're ridiculously good, um, and a lot of people have doubted them throughout the season. I don't personally think that they're bad. I think they definitely have a lot of potential, and I personally think that they can win these last couple games and go to the Final Four. Um, Now, if Villanova was playing the way they played against North Texas, if they play the same way, it's going to be a really tough game for Baylor. But if, I mean, if they are not on and they're not playing like they did against North Texas where they just could not miss a single three-pointer, they'll advance. So it's going to be a very interesting game between Nova and Baylor. Moving on to Oral Roberts and Arkansas. Uh, between Arkansas and Oral Roberts, really, I think Arkansas is the better team. I think Oral Roberts will be the Cinderella team that advances, though. I think lots of stuff will happen from now in between uh, until that game is played. Oral Roberts is going to be uh, moving the ball a lot. They're going to be kicking and driving. They're going to be doing a lot of three-pointers, uh, moving the ball and making sure that everyone gets spreads the love, you know. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. I, I think Arkansas is a little overrated. I think Texas Tech should have beat them. Mac McClung really is 
I feel like he's a little overrated, but they, they should have really won. Um, and they missed that wide open layup at the end. So a little shocking, a little surprising there. I was a little upset after that. Um, so we'll see what happens. But it's going to be an interesting series of events in that game. The next game is really what I need to talk about with you guys. Syracuse-Houston. Guys, I'm going to have to go Syracuse here. You know, I have Houston in all my brackets going to the Final Four, at least. But I really just – I don't see Houston this year. I mean, they, they looked crazy good and lucky against Rutgers. I'm just not sure that they're going to have what it takes against Syracuse, you know. I, I just don't see it happening. I don't see that drive, that fight. I I don't know. For, if there's something – different that changes in Syracuse maybe doesn't shoot as well as they have been doing uh, because they shot the lights out of San Diego State and then they advanced uh, last round so they're in the Sweet 16 and I I really don't I don't I don't know it's it's gonna be an interesting set of games there I think personally Houston will you know what I'm changing I think Houston personally will come out with a dub I think they'll win the game and that will be a very interesting game but it's gonna come down to uh you know, who's going to be able to shoot the ball better? Is it going to be Buddy Beheim or is it going to be uh, Houston? And, I mean, it's it's going to be it's gonna be interesting. It's going to be a dogfight, and we'll see what happens there. I hope it's a good game because I don't want that to be not entertaining. Um, we'll move it on to the next set of games. You've got Creighton, Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga I obviously have going in this game. Um, so, I mean, there's nothing, nothing really there. Just... Uh, you know, Jalen Suggs being Jalen Suggs, <laughs> to be honest. That's why he's going top five in the draft. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe the Zags get upset. I think personally the Zags will destroy them. I think they'll stomp on Creighton. Uh, Creighton's gotten this far, so we'll see what happens. Um, the game that I really want to reflect on is the next two games-ish, not the Bama game, but uh, Florida State and Michigan. Guys, a lot of people are underestimating just Florida State's ability to move the ball. I personally think they don't have height, and if they can lock Dickinson up in the paint, um, it's going to be a long day for Michigan, that means. And they're without livers. So with with that said, they're going to have to rely on Smith, uh, the really short dude. And I think if he can knock down shots, it'll be a good game. But I think Florida State, if they can just lock up on defense, which is one of their specialties, work the ball inside, and they're not a really good shooting team, but if they can just move the ball, kick and drive, uh, driving kick, excuse me, um, They'll, I think they'll be pretty good. I think they'll make their way um, into the next round, hopefully into the Elite Eight. I have them going to the Final Four in some of my brackets. I don't see Michigan going past this round. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But uh, I just think Florida, Florida State's too overpowered on the paint, and I think their defense is really good. So we'll see what happens if they lock up there. Uh, and Florida State's had a really tough schedule, remember that. They're in a really tough conference and I know Michigan's in the tough conference, but we'll talk about the Big Ten in a couple minutes. Um, lots of stuff coming very soon on this show. Um, moving on to UCLA and Alabama. Guys, I don't really know what to say with this game. UCLA, I think, personally, got lucky um, in terms of advancing to the next round and you know getting to the next game and, or two. I really don't think that they have what it takes. I think you know uh, Johnny Juzang... Really, is uh, he's a leader. His leadership is definitely going to be missed um, if he declares for the NBA draft. Johnny Juzag is definitely one of the best players on their team. He's averaging the most. He's uh, he's getting the most free throw percentage. He's just great. Um, and I think if he potentially would go to the NBA draft, they would definitely miss him and his talent. 
He's really good. Um, I don't think he'll probably he probably won't go this year. Um, he's a sophomore, so he'll go he'll go um, when he's a senior. So that'll be an interesting game, I guess. If Bama shoots like they did against Maryland, uh, it's gonna be over. It's it's over. No team can stop them. Even when Maryland, I mean, guys, you know, I'm a Maryland fan. I was a little upset when Maryland lost. Um, it was a really tough time to see me, see my guys, Reese Mona, Daryl Morsell, uh, and all the seniors just really upset and emotional and just not not in a, in a good space. You know, that was just not something I like to see. I don't like to see my, my team in a really dark place like that. That's not really a – it's not something I like to see, guys. So, you know, if – if Maryland sticking with them, you know, with those shots, those threes, everything, they were there. They were right there with them. They were hanging in there the whole time. They were more so will hopefully go to the NBA. Um, I just, I don't know. If, if Bama shoots the lights out like they did last time, I mean, they just could not miss, guys. They literally, every single three-pointer, it doesn't matter, from half court, Shackleford would make everything. Herbert Jones was in somewhat. They just wouldn't miss. And I mean, I don't, I don't know what to, what else I can possibly say because they, I mean, they shot the freaking lights out. There was nothing I could do. Quinterly was on top, although he's he did some, had some dirty moves at the end. John Petty Jr. was really that dude can freaking shoot the ball, guys. That dude was shooting. I mean, <laughs> it was every damn shot. I mean, it, it would go in every single shot would go in uh, against Maryland. He had twenty points. And there were basically all of, the, all of them were threes. He had four three-pointers, 32 minutes, six rebounds, two for two from free throw line, two assists, six rebounds, one turnover, two steals. Guys, that is insane. This, this guy's stats are insane. Um, and I, I don't know about you guys, but I really think – I think that Bama's a really good team. And I'm not going to, you know, go shy away from greatness. They were great in the game against Maryland. Um and I think they just outplayed them. If if they play like that the rest of the tournament, they're going to win the NCAA tournament. You heard it here first. If they play a little less, uh, what's the word? If they, if they if they play a little less, just and they're more relaxed, right? They think they can blow out UCLA, and they just play a little more relaxed of, of a game. I don't think that they can advance. Now they need to shoot exactly like they did this past game, otherwise they will not advance. Uh, they'll probably beat UCLA, but I don't know that they'll get much farther than that. And then finally, the last game out of all of them is a big Pac-12 matchup. Guys, oh, I'm excited to see this one. I have not seen anything like this uh, in my lifetime where a sixth seed is playing a seventh seed. The USC Trojans are taking on the Oregon Ducks, uh, and that is going to be an insane matchup. It's about, I, I think it's about 50-50. You know, it's not, it's not going to be a crazy matchup. I think the Trojans will come on top, obviously, uh, with Oregon getting some upsets, of course, upsetting Iowa. You know, I think Oregon really does. We'll see what if they do have what it takes, because if you're upset in Iowa, obviously you're doing something right. And uh, for the Trojans, obviously, you know, the Trojans really, they, they've got a lot of skill. Um, and I'm, I'm just excited to see what the Trojans can do. Uh, work the ball. They were the first of the Pac-12 at the end of the season. And we'll see. It, it was basically between Oregon and UCLA, U, U, USC. excuse me. Um, and it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I'm, I'm excited. And a lot of interviews will be coming your way very soon. Liberty uh, point guard Chris Parker. I've been recently talking with him. Really exciting stuff. 
he's been he's been really good throughout the season. Darius McGee's been really good throughout the season. Liberty's just gave him a fight. Oklahoma State did not deserve to go to the second round, guys. They got blown out right after uh, by Oregon State, and I was not I was not thrilled. You know, Liberty would have given him a, a lot more of a fight. Cade Cunningham looked a little too relaxed. He was just you know he wasn't. It looked like he wasn't trying. And it just wasn't it wasn't a fun game to watch. Uh, Oregon State blow out Oklahoma State. I would have been so much more fun if you had Liberty or Oregon State. Liberty would have given them a fight. Um, so yeah, that is my analysis on those types of games. The real sleepers that I think could go far. Uh, you know, don't count out Loyola Chicago, of course. Don't count out Oral Roberts. Definitely do not count uh, Villanova. And 100% do not count out Syracuse, guys. Syracuse, oh my goodness. I don't know what else to say. Bayheim is just so good. He's just, he, both of them, Buddy and Jim, they're, they're just so, uh, they're, they're just so good. They're just, they, they just don't, I, I, what's the word? They, they just don't know how to not miss. They're, they're really good. They're, they're a great duo. Uh, and Jim Beheim, I'm sure, loves coaching his son. So, you know, we'll see what happens with that game. I think Houston will win ultimately, but you cannot count out the Syracuse Orange guys. They, they've they fought their butts off to get to this position, and they really have shown that they can be a team that wins a lot of games um, throughout the season. They came in eighth in the ACC, and they're still in the tournament, guys. The ACC has fallen apart. UVA lost in the first round, VT, Virginia Tech lost in the first round, GT, Georgia Tech lost in the first round, Clemson lost in the first round, Louisville didn't make it, North Carolina lost in the first round. I mean, guys, that is insane. The fact that there is only two teams in the ACC left, Florida State and Syracuse, I can't believe that. And we'll move on to the Big Ten in a second, but I can't believe that. That is insane to just think about uh, all the teams that made it in the ACC and how there's only two left. Uh, looking at the SEC, of course, as well. Uh, you've got Arkansas. Uh, they're left, of course. And then you've got Alabama. Guys, I mean, a lot of teams are getting crazy, crazy shots right now. They, I, I, don't, I don't know. I really don't understand how many teams you have in the, in the tournament and then it just goes away. Uh, and I'm really shocked with how there's one team in the Big Ten, guys. I can't – I'm a Big Ten fan, right? You know, of course I'm uh, – Maryland fans, so I can't really hate on the Big Ten, but it just goes to show you how weak they are. You know, you've got nine teams in the Big Ten entering into the March Madness tournament, and then you come out in the Sweet 16, and all eight eight teams are gone except Michigan. And Michigan really is just, you know, they're they're talented. They've got a really talented group, and I'm really excited to see how they progress. You know, I'm not a Michigan fan, but it's going to be really interesting to see how they move on, how if they can win the game against Florida State. I personally don't think they can. I think Florida State will win the game ultimately. But, you know, who knows? Who really freaking knows? It's going to be a really good game. I think Florida State will come on top. But I just wanted to let you guys know that there were nine Big Ten teams entering the tournament. Eight of them were eliminated. Maybe three of them were expected to not make it to the Sweet 16. Purdue got upset in the first round. Iowa got upset by Oregon. Um, and I mean, just a really sad season overall, really confusing season too. And a lot of people did not think the big 10 
was this week. A lot of people didn't think the Big East was weak as well uh, until there's two teams left in the Big East. A lot of people also didn't think that Loyola Chicago would go this far and Illinois would be out and we'd be left with three one seeds already, uh, one, uh, already a one seed out. And who thought that a six and seven seed would be playing each other? Who thought that an 11 seed UCLA would be playing a two seed or even Syracuse would be playing a two seed? Who really thought? I didn't, I can assure you, and I'm sure you guys didn't. Um, so it's going to be a really, really interesting sequence of events. And I'm going to sign off, guys. It's going to be a really, really interesting Sweet 16. More episodes coming to you. And I will see you guys in the next episode. We'll move it on. Uh, going to be very interesting. And I hope you guys enjoy this series. Smash that follow button. Tell your friends and family members about these episodes. And uh, I'm going to go. Enjoy these episodes. We'll have more interviews coming very, very shortly. Peace out.